2: Shop now, in-store or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Hello.
1: We are looking for highly intelligent individuals. To find them, we have devised a test. There is a message hidden in this image. Find it, and it will lead you on the road to finding us. We look forward to meeting the few that will make it all the way through. Good luck. 3301. Thinking Sideways.
3: I don't understand.
1: Does not compute. You never know. Insufficient
3: data before you make
1: up What? Stories of things we simply don't know the answer to.
2: Hey, everyone, it's Thinking Sideways, the podcast. <laughs> like usual. I'm Devin, joined by
1: Steve and Joe
2: so yeah let's just uh go for it yeah
0: yeah what are we doing solving
1: a mystery
2: yeah obviously sweet definitely not solving this mystery this is actually steve this is one of the mysteries you're gonna hate that actually there's this quote about this mystery it's uh it says that um, not all mysteries are solvable but prize comes in the pursuit and i know you hate those ones where like there's not an actual answer or anything yeah. i not yeah. nuts about that. So but. tonight we're going to talk about cicada or cicada, depending on you ha- say the name of that insect.
1: Let's just call it, R- let's just call it cicada.
2: Cicada is how yeah. I say it. So I'm sorry if that I think bothers that's normal. you guys. Yeah. Cicada 3301, which is, let's just talk about it. Yeah. We're not even going to do a preamble. Mm. Ready? Yeah. Cool. On January 5th, 2012, an image was posted to 4chan, which is the best way to get your stuff out there. Uh, it was on the slash X thread, I guess. I don't know. I don't really use 4chan. Me so neither. I don't actually know what they call that. Anyways.
0: Proving our ignorance mm. yet again.
2: Mm-hmm. The message that we put at the beginning before we even introduced ourselves, that was attached to an image uh, that was essentially led to a series of clues. Of, basically one more impossible than the next to solve, which led to who knows what, because everybody who solved this mystery or the puzzles, the set of puzzles is essentially internet silent at this point. There's one person who said that they solved it, but when you read every interview with them, they say they solved it up until it went into real life situations. And then suddenly they were like, not, part of the solving it anymore and there are some people there's a lot of groups on the internet that are they are chats and forums and all that stuff that work together to solve it but we're going to talk about the puzzle so it'll become Mm. apparent but there's only a select few people who've actually probably solved it there's no confirmation that those people actually exist that the the solvers were actually chosen or whatever
1: Mm -hmm. and uh wasn't it one of the ground rules from Three Three Zero One that you had to solve it on your own? You couldn't get, you couldn't band together we'll with a bunch of about people? we that. Yeah.
2: It's interesting because they do kind of say that, but also many of the clues are, are literally unsolvable unless people from around the world come together. Yeah. So be. let's, we're going to talk about the set of puzzles that came about from the first round of these in 2012, uh, primarily. And we're going to walk through that. You guys are going to hear me talking a lot. But it's super <laughs> interesting. So mm. listen to my words.
1: By the way, did you solve the puzzle?
2: I definitely did not solve the puzzle. No, no. I,
1: didn't, I didn't even bother to try.
0: No, I, I think that's the funny thing about the question of one person doing it. Is it requires such a broad set of skills. Yeah. And, and you know, in terms of you know, understanding code and cryptography and all these things like there's just such a mass breadth of areas
1: that it covers not to mention literature and music yeah it just it would seem
0: impossible for one person to have all that jammed in their head
1: yeah definitely made for crowdsourcing
2: yeah it turns out actually it's not so impossible because there's there's we're going to talk about two groups in this and i was going to wait until later to kind of delve into it but we'll just say now there's two groups really Um, you, they refer to one group as the solvers, which are the people who like are the frontline who are actively solving these things, who have the know-how, who, you know, are figuring this stuff out. And then the followers who, once this stuff started to hit the forums, let's see, there's, um, there's forums, web communities, websites, chat rooms, Skype groups, IRC groups, all sorts of different groups around solving these puzzles. And what happens is that there's, like, one or two actual solvers, quote-unquote, in that group, and the rest are followers who are getting their information secondhand and, like, going to the websites or, like, submitting the clues or whatever – and they aren't, they're not actually solving anything or they're saying like, you know, they're, they're inputting like one little tiny little bit of something. So there's a group of active solvers and then there's the followers and and the followers are what Joe was talking about a little bit with like 3301 was very displeased <laughs> with the followers, <laughs> which we'll talk about again in the context of okay. the time.
1: But, you know, the the interesting thing is, is I pondered this particular little mystery is that uh, of all the people on all those chat boards and forums and stuff like that, how do you know that members of 3301 aren't actually, you know, posting comments in there? Yeah, you don't. You don't. I no, mean, you don't.
2: You have no idea. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the puzzles are... As I said, kind of impossible to solve on their own. And they're impossible for most groups to solve as well. You have to be really, really smart. As Steve was saying, there's a lot of information you have to have in your head to know how to do this. To even like, you don't even have to have the first hand knowledge, but you, you know, like you don't have to know how to like decode this one specific kind of coding language, but you have to know well enough that that's what that's in enough to like Google how to, you know. What, for whatever, anyways.
1: Yeah, you have to be able to go out and get get that with that one specific thing, which mm-hmm. I can't remember the name. Download of Download that
2: one program. That one
1: program or... that that helps you to find uh, uh, messages embedded in photographs. Yeah, we're going to talk about that and stuff. a lot. Yeah.
2: Um,
0: so now that we've trampled all over your train of thought, yeah, geez. Do, do you want to start <laughs>
1: back at the beginning?
2: Oh, yeah. sure. All right, are you guys ready? Let's so talk it's a, about. It's a
1: picture and a message,
2: right? Oh, it starts out that way. Yeah. Let's talk about 2012. Since it's the longest ago, and it was kind of the first one, there's good documentation of it. Two thousand thirteen, there's better docu- documentation of the actual puzzle pieces, but not as good documentation of what may have happened like after. There's a there's a very st- distinct breaking point where the followers stop being able to follow the puzzles. Which we'll talk about again. I'm sorry to keep doing this. I know yeah. Everybody hates it when I say, "Oh, no, Such we'll talk a about that then. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, that comes after the break.
2: Yeah, <laughs> but the the stuff after the break from 2012, there's actually some stuff from that. From 2013 and 2014, there isn't really. And actually, 2014, it's hot. You can't. I don't even know if it's actually been.
1: Yeah, I was. I, was,
2: I mean, I think it probably I, has, but I think that the people, the solvers, have kind of wised up enough to know not to be solving everything. And it the span of these puzzles is like a month. And there are people, you know, there's one wiki, which I know we're going to put on the website, that is is literally a community dedicated to solving these. And they're 2014. They're still stuck on like one of the very early puzzles in 2014. And they're, you know, a large, large group of people. So, okay. Ready? Yeah. Okay. Okay, and I want to start out on 2012 with the fact that in the 2000s, there was this thing that was really, really popular called alternate reality games. Do you guys remember those?
3: No. No. No? Okay,
2: so actually Bungie, the creators of the Halo series, used one of these to promote Halo 2 before its release in, I think, 2005, I think, is when it came out. They released this game called I Love Bees that was a game that was a it was a game that was a game inside the Halo universe. So it was a game that you played in an alternate reality. Okay. So these were really popular and the way that these were often promoted or released was the same kind of way that 3301 made their presence known first. They you would release an image or a basically a taunt I guess is the word I'm looking for. I don't think that's the right word I'm looking for. A tease, maybe mm. a would, hint. Yeah, a clue of some kind, and then you know, then you would, then they would drop the game, and everybody would be like, "Oh, that's so cool! We're gonna play this game," and it's like an alternate reality. Yeah. So a lot of people initially thought that this was just like a really complex. ARG the image that was posted people started to try and decoded the picture which is the the really easy way to decode a picture right is you export it as a txt file a text file mm-hmm. and there's probably yeah. some text attached to it the oftentimes ASCII it's text. just yeah oftentimes it's just a string of numbers and letters and that's fine sometimes if there's an embedded message in it it'll come up with something else and actually when you downloaded this first picture As A TXT file they got what's called a Caesar cipher, which Joe I know knows what it is. We've talked about about it a little bit, and I'll remind people of it in just a second. But it it says Tiberius Claudius Caesar says, and then a string of kind of ASCII type numbers,
1: letters, symbols. Wow, talk about making it easy!
2: Well, okay. (laughs) So this type of cipher, the the Caesar cipher, it's just like, it's the one where you just bump letters over a certain number kind of, mm-hmm. and you, you use the pad of Tiberius Caesar cipher, whatever. Anyways. So people, um, decoded this message. They were like, ah, this is super easy. This is awesome. This is a fun little game for everybody to play. And it led them to a URL that contained all that was on this URL was an image of a duck decoy that read, whoops. Just decoys this way. Looks like you can't guess how to get the message out, which is hilarious to me. That is it's
0: trolling.
2: It's so much, right? So people, a lot of people also were like, well, this is obviously just a troll. Like, blah, blah, blah. but other people, I, well, that's just so much work to go to. I mean, it's not that much work, but it's a good enough amount of work to go to just to like. Know that people are going to think, oh, we'll just do this thing and we're so clever. Look at us solving a mystery and have it, you know, not only to have that be embedded in the TXT file of the image, but to have it actually lead to a URL that actually has an image that's points out how dumb people are. Uh, I, <laughs> it's I, awesome I, to me.
1: Yeah, uh, you know, if I, if I had been setting this puzzle up, though, I would have not done that. I would not have had a decoy. I would have had a, a, more clues and more false leads and just mm-hmm. lead people several steps down before you finally show them the duck well, like, decoy and you know, say, I got uh-huh.
2: to be honest with you. I think that that's... Uh, <laughs> there's so much other stuff that goes into this whole set of puzzles that, like, that was probably all they had time for. Like, really, that's all they had time for. It turns out that... You have to have a program called Outguess, which is a stigmatography program. Is that how you say that word? I'm not
1: sure how that's pronounced. It's a uh, stigmatography or something. But Do you it's know
2: like, how what that is?
1: That's when you uh, embed messages in JPEGs or other photographs. Mm-hmm. And you have and to so, have
2: this specific program to pull the messages out, right?
1: Yeah, I think so. I yeah. mean, and, and all those things you know, have a lot of information embedded in them. I mean, at the, they all have like the make of the camera, the date... Um,
0: it's kind of made it metadata
1: yeah yeah yeah, it's it's got all kinds of information about the photo you know like the you know the lens and focal length and all kinds of stuff but there's no reason you can't put other stuff in there Mm -hmm. and a lot of people do like terrorists
3: for example
2: well yeah. Yeah. so okay and and just to be clear we you had to run that initial image yes we're still talking about that first image (laughs) this is how deep this is through out and you got the following message. Here's a book code. to find the book and more information, go to our favorite website, Reddit. There's a subreddit. And then there's a list of numbers, and then it says, "Good luck, 3301." All of their messages are signed, "Good luck, Period 3301." This subreddit is it's just full of ridiculous ciphers. Let me show you guys in, and we'll link it on the website, of course. This is the subreddit. You're welcome what is this subreddit it's just ciphers so these are just ciphers
0: that people have made up
2: no these are all from
1: 3301 oh really and then
0: there's uh, this
2: one poster you can see if you go through here it's all just one poster but it's all you guys should go check it out i highly encourage it i know many of you are redditors anyways so just go on don't upvote these things don't do it Anyways, it's just ciphers. And the metadata that you found by running through this one, the very first image through Outguess sent you there. I mean, this is like crazy already, right? This is crazy already. To me at least, I'm not great not great with puzzle solving and ciphers, but already it's Like, this is too much work for me, Mm -hmm. which means I'm lazy and should be weeded out, probably. I
0: was going to say, you get frustrated with, you know, (laughs) jigsaw puzzles. Mm
2: -hmm. It's true. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not
0: doing this. Yeah.
1: Well, the interesting thing about about the string of numbers, and it could mean anything. It could mean, like, say, in a given book... See if it's a book cipher. Oh, that's
0: well, definitely a book cipher. That's says, book
2: they outright say, this is a book code mm-hmm. to find the book and more information go to... No, yeah,
1: and then you've got to solve a puzzle to find out the book. And mm-hmm. of course, they found out the name of the book, but what book it was. But what's interesting to me is that it's a series of, of paired numbers. There's like there's a number, colon, another number. So
2: like 1 colon 20.
1: 1 colon 20 could be page 1, uh, line 20, first mm-hmm. character. But what's interesting, and I don't understand why they do it this way, is that you notice the first digit of every one of those paired sequences.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You notice that uh, it, they all grow.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: they're sequential. They're yeah. sequential. There's no reason for that.
2: Oh, well, except for that—that's a—that's a very three-three-zero-one thing.
1: Mm-hmm. They
2: do this. There's
1: no. Like... I noticed that in a lot of the, in a lot of mm-hmm. their ciphers that mm-hmm. they were all doing that, and I thought really that's they not necessary in a book code. In fact, it's probably not even a good thing mm-hmm. if you want to have an unbreakable code.
2: Well, but they don't, they don't, they want yeah. them to be breakable. They just want them to be difficult. And mm-hmm. they also it, it cultivates this aura around them. You know, it's a mm-hmm. style, it's a stylistic choice almost, which is interesting because at this point we're so far into code writers, right. And cipher makers that we're talking about the stylistic merits of each individual code. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's, that's interesting. But anyways, on the subreddit, not only were all these like jumbled letters and all of that stuff, there are also two pictures, uh, images, I guess. Pictures is not the right word. One was called welcome and the other one was called problems. And from here on out, when we're talking about images, I'll, I'll just add they, um, all of them are decoded without guess because at this point people have figured out that's how you do it. And they all contain a thing called a PGP signature, which stands for pretty good passkey signature. You're welcome. Mm -hmm. Uh, Which basically authenticates that the images and the embedded code are coming directly from 3301. I'm not going to get into how PGP codes work. Google it if you're very curious.
0: It's kind of complex.
2: It's a little complex. It exists and then you have to have an authentication code and A key yeah so it's it's a li- go google it if you have questions or you can just accept that that's a thing whichever you prefer
1: mm-hmm and the uh, now the thing about the PGP uh, PGP codes is is you can't forge somebody other somebody else somebody, mm-hmm. else, somebody else's unique. PGP signature correct
2: right. well you can and that's where the whole key thing comes in: is that they only work with a certain key, and that you, it's impossible, apparently, to forge the signature plus the key to get any kind of incorrupted data. Mm-hmm. As I said, go Google it if you guys have questions. I, I am not a computer science person.
1: Plus, we only have so much time.
2: Also, we only have so much time.
1: Yeah, the episodes are exactly forty-two minutes, and that allows <laughs> that, that allows time for commercial breaks. Mm-hmm, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So talk fast.
2: I will talk really fast. Okay. Welcome the image, the the um code revealed in this essentially just said, Hey, from now on, all of the images that come from us are gonna have this pass key. Here's the here's the key. This is, the this is how, you, key. how this is how you authenticate that this stuff is from us. Problems message read the key has always been right in front of your eyes. This isn't the quest for the Holy Grail. Stop making it more difficult than it is. Good luck, 3301. is so kind of them, isn't it? Uh, Always yeah. just say good luck. Yeah, it's so kind <sighs> of them. Good luck to They're be so like, supportive. listen, yeah. you guys are making this way harder than it is. This is actually very simple. Just Would you guys just figure it out? Mm-hmm. It turns out that the subreddit header is some symbols which were undecoded and they... Uh, gave some numbers. A,
1: A numeric sequence.
2: Essentially, which was a key that allowed users to decode all of the strings in the subreddit, which produced some things useful. The most useful of which was a phone number. Ooh. So this is where things get a little weird. You call the phone number, and you get a message. You guys want to hear what the message sounded like?
3: Yeah.
1: Very good. You have done well. There are three prime numbers associated with the original final .jpeg image. 3301 is one of them. You will have to find the other two. Multiply all three of these numbers together and add a .com on the end to find the next step. Good luck. Goodbye.
0: Well, that's <laughs> not creepy or anything. No,
2: not at all. Uh-huh. So, actually, the the next little puzzle clue, this is actually very simple for them. Uh, You know, it said that you would find the, there are three prime numbers associated with the original final JPEG image, right? It turns out it was the 3301 was one of them, which they said. The other two were actually the height and width of the image, which, okay, okay, yes. It's interesting that they made the height and width prime number prime numbers. Sure, whatever. But that's pretty simple, right? Compared to like some of the other stuff that we've seen so far. Uh yeah.
0: that that's a simple way to hide the information. Mm-hmm. It's not a simple thing to figure out because you know that everybody is combing back through the code of the image mm. and not looking at you know when you view a com- uh, image on your computer, you find it and it says file name and it says X by X size and it gives you the dimensions mm-hmm. I bet so many people just blew right by that obvious mm-hmm. thing that you see all the time sure well now fair. that
1: and, and well you know and, and they always put that up there you know if you look at the the image properties they'll have you know 1205 pixels by 1200 pixels or mm-hmm, something like that mm-hmm. and, But, uh, you know, in retrospect, it seems pretty obvious, but... But probably... (laughs) Yeah, if you're you're looking at... Yeah, it it probably would not occur to a lot of people. No.
2: So the two numbers, the height and the width, multiplied by 3301, resulted in the number 8451545127. Of note, this number is actually contained in brackets in their PGP code. So that's cool. Hmm. That Right? That's weird. That had to
0: be a lot of work to, right? make, to figure out, okay, what can we do? How do we do this? That would be difficult. So I guess if you mm-hmm.
2: were like a fairly savvy internet user, you could have, I guess, kind of guessed that, but uh, probably not. And it's interesting. This is something that you see kind of happen a lot in these puzzles. There are these very weird, really eerie coincidences that keep happening over and over again. This, I think, is one of them.
0: I think it was obvious they're they're well engineered
2: Mm, they're very well engineered
0: and they're they they tie back into themselves Mm -hmm. a lot a lot of times puzzles just keep going clue after clue and they just spawn in kind of a linear fashion Mm -hmm. and this is more like a folded piece of paper just suddenly wraps back on itself and goes in the opposite direction and then comes back to itself it's like a piece
2: of origami almost yeah it's
0: very elegant
2: yeah so the website obviously was this number.com. If you went to it and it was too early, you saw this countdown. It was an image of a cicada with a countdown. And the image run through guests told people when to return to the site. They said to return to the site on January 9th. Just for two seconds, let's talk about the fact that that first image appeared on January 5th. And four days later... This is where we are. This is four days, you guys. Like, yeah,
1: and this thing went out for like a month. Uh,
2: about, yeah. No. The very last day of 2012's puzzle was February 3rd.
1: The internet nerds
0: must have been going insane.
2: And that's so freaking fast to have to figure out
0: any of that.
2: Was there an expiration on that website? Yes. So there was a start and an end on that website. How
0: long was it? Do you remember?
2: I'm gonna say a couple hours at the most.
1: Really?
0: Yeah.
2: And so it's gonna get even more interesting. Oh,
1: well, way to weed them out, though.
2: So yeah, <laughs> for real. When users returned at the specified time, there was there wasn't in fact like a universal time is a UTM or something like that. Right. Time code stamped on it. <clears throat> the image had changed, and when you ran it through Outguess. It returned a series of real-world coordinates. Mm, GPS. This is this GPS is
1: a, or coordinates. Or? They were
2: longitude and latitude coordinates. Okay. So this is when people, the users or solvers, realized that this was more than just a you know an internet troll or a really savvy you know it could have been created by somebody who was like super smart. It could have been their masterpiece from their basement. But these longitude and latitude coordinates pointed all over the world, literally, like South Korea – Dallas.
0: So there were multiple Spain. locations
2: on it. I think that I don't remember I, the number on this one. I the other one, there's an actual list on 2013s There's an actual list. Okay. Cause, but there were I think four or five in 2012, and they were far-reaching.
0: Well, yeah, and I was going to say is I remember that they popped up in a number of locations. You know, at, at uh, Australia and Alabama and the UK. I mean, and mm-hmm. I'm making those locations up, but
2: yeah, you are because none of those are. Up I no, but,
0: but what I'm saying <laughs> no. is that they were all over, and so mm-hmm. in that, when that happened, it gave all. Let's just how many locations? Five.
2: I don't remember. Let's yeah. just say it was
0: five, because yeah. I know there's been varying numbers and
2: mm-hmm.
0: getting them all mixed up there's together. There's
2: better but... documentation for 2013.
0: Right, but yeah. if there's five locations, all five locations' coordinates were provided. Is mm-hmm. that correct? Yes. Okay.
2: Yeah, and each one led to most of them led to like telephone poles that had just printed paper with a picture of a cicada with a QR code beneath it
0: which is probably what most people are most familiar with when it comes to this story mm-hmm. that image
2: mm-hmm. pictures of that you know on a telephone pole there are some that were on bus stops you know posted in the back the one the one in Korea from 2013 was like on the back of like a bus shelter, public places, places anybody could get to.
1: Yeah. So, so this, would this kind of indicates to me that either 3301 is a, a, a big organization like MI6 mm. or the KGB or whatever, mm. or more likely it's a bunch of guys who are like, you know, are scattered around the world and connected via internet.
2: Right. And that was actually the thing that's, that's where I was kind of going with it was that it it made people realize that this wasn't just like one lone dude sitting in his basement, that this was a far reaching network that actually had to have some resources. You know, they had this phone number, but you can hear, I think we've probably edited out the like redial redirect in the video, but you can hear when they, when you called that phone number, you dial the phone number and then it redirects to another phone number. And then you get the message. They hosted numerous websites you know, it's anonymously, it's not just hosting it because it's easy to buy. Uh, we know firsthand, it's easy to just buy a domain and host something on it, but to do that anonymously is less easy and sure you can hack a thing and find whatever, but to get your specific URL, the specific everything, you know, that's, that's, it requires resources.
0: Mm-hmm. What a lot of savvy.
2: Yeah. And so this also was when people realized that they had to work together. Because there was no way that people were going to be able to get to all these places short of having their own private jet and also a lot of permissions around the world to just fly in wherever, whenever.
3: Mm-hmm. Because well, well, there was
2: that's... this feeling of, you know, that the whole first part of this had taken four days. You know, who knows how long the timestamp on these QR codes was.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. But also, you know, who, lo- who knows how long that piece of paper is going to last. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So. yeah.
2: And I guess I guess it's interesting because we're about to read the two messages. There were two messages that were turned from the QR codes. There were two separate ones from many of the different QR codes, in which three three zero one kind of admonishes people for being followers, not solvers, on this specific puzzle. Because I just I think it's interesting because this clue necessitates people working together so much. The two different codes that you could find were. In twenty nine volumes, knowledge was once contained. How many lines of code remained when the uh oh. Mab Mab Maganedon? So, uh,
1: Mabinogian. No, so a, Mabinosian, yeah.
2: Mabogen pause go for that far in the beginning and find my first name and then there was a string of numbers similar to the ones that we found in the previous with the you know, two sets of numbers looking like a cipher. You've shared too much at this point. We want the best, not the followers. Thus, the first few there will receive the prize. Good luck, 3301. Admonishment for the followers, right? In fact, Cicada 3301, the group 3301, are are the people who coined the term followers.
0: Uh, I did not originally catch that.
2: Yeah, that's the first time you see that actually crop up in anything.
0: They're really directing a lot of things that I don't know if that's intentional or not, but that's definitely a lot of power and in, in suggestibility be... to, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah,
2: I think, I, I think that it would be hard to say that they were not aware of what they're doing. It is, Very you know, it's, this is part puzzle, part social experiment. And that's, I think, the thing that creeps people off the most about it. But let's read what happened, what the next one was too. The other QR code, since that's what we were talking about before we went on a tiny little side track there, read, a poem of fading death named for a king meant to be read only once then vanish. Alas, it could not remain unseen. Numbers again. You've shared too much at this point. We want the best, not the followers. Thus, the first few there will receive the prize. Good luck. 3301. Mm. Book codes, obviously. They, (laughs) Steve is making a face. Like, I don't know. I don't understand how it's obvious. Listen, the numbers are the code, right? But the little refrains, the poems in front of it are descriptions of the book. Both Uh, of them put together are descriptions hmm. of the book.
0: I get that.
2: Okay. And Agrippa, also a Greek philosopher or some famous Greek guy, is it also refers to this book. It's called Agrippa, a book of the dead, which was banned. It's by William Gibson. Uh, I think it was 1992 it came out. And in fact, interesting fun fact about this book. It was only ever released on a 3.5 floppy disk. Yeah. <laughs> programmed to encrypt itself after after a single use. It That's... was a
0: one-time read. It was a one-time read. And then it locked read. itself. Yeah. That's... This is like the inspector gadget thing. This message will
1: self-destruct, self-destruct. in. Yeah. The,
0: uh... So
2: they're using this as a... Cypher.
1: Code, so that's right. That I mean... is but when you think about it, it's like, you know, it's um how many people are gonna know the existence of this book and the fact that it goes away after the first reading and can't be reviewed again?
2: Not many. Not and the, many. and you know, right. I, I suspect that at this point, you know, it's on like Google Books or like somebody's uploaded a PDF of it or something, right? You know, by two thousand twelve it's not like really you had to go find your 3.5 floppy drive and go dig your old pc out of the basement and go find an old copy of it or whatever that's you know the timeline of the the solving of this does not lead to that Mm. i'm sure it exists somewhere on the internet i have not done my research to prove that it has exists on the internet but i'm just gonna (laughs) well everything
1: else doesn't exist so it may as well right yeah of course it does
2: yeah anyways it led to a a Tor URL You guys know what a Tor is Right The Onion mm-hmm. Onions
1: Yeah know. it's the one That's the, the one That the uh, What's the, the, the drugs deal, drug dealers And the terrorists kind of, Like to use is it, the, is the, the dark Silk internet Road? The dark web Yeah, yeah, yeah The dark yeah. web yeah.
2: The Tor project Yeah It's, it's an it's, Onion network it's, Yeah it's, it's,
0: it's basically Anonymous
2: it is 100% anonymous, actually. it's An Onion network refers to, you guys are watching my hand right now, refers mm. to layers upon layers upon layers. Essentially what an Onion network will do is once you log into it, it masks your ISP address in so many different layers. It just pings you all around. It is a thing on which you can access things that you cannot access any other way. The Silk Road is a great example of it. We just talked about Anonymous makes great use of it. Most hackers make great use of it. It's also free open source. If you feel like just playing around on the dark web, you can go download it and use it immediately. Mm -hmm. not condoning that, but
1: do whatever you want to do. Yeah, it's like that's one of those things. Yeah, don't. You probably don't want to do that, because who knows? That would probably give some 'er ne'er-do-well backdoor access into your computer when you run that. So
2: I just think, yeah. uh, Mm, doesn't. But don't do it. Anyways.
0: You'll see things that cannot be unseen. Yeah. Let's leave it at that.
2: Let's let's leave it at that. The Tor site was a message that read, Congratulations. Please create a new email address with a public, free, web-based service. Once you've... (laughs) It says once you've never used before. That's why I keep stumbling on it. It means one you've never used before, obviously. Mm. We recommend you do this while still using Tor for anonymity. We will email you a number within the next few days in order of which you arrived at this page. Once you've received it, come back to this page and append the slash, then the number you received this URL. For example, if you received this number, then you would go to http colon slash slash the URL of the tour added uh, dot onion slash the number that you receive. Does that make sense? Yeah. Guys? I know you guys are looking at it. I know that the, our listeners are not looking at easy it. The easy way yeah. to think
0: about it is there's a web address, uh-huh. www.google.com slash number. And then you would insert your number after, you know, slash Google slash enter your number. Mm-hmm. And that would take you somewhere else. Yeah.
2: This is, uh, this is where the break comes. Actually the break, the break. We were talking about the break earlier. This is where followers stop being able to follow because
0: it's the inner sanctum. Three,
2: three Oh one starts emailing only specific people, specific instructions. Now what happened in 2012 is uh, interesting. Everybody who received this email, everybody that people generally accept were the solvers in 2012 you know probably got the everything right sent the right email all of that stuff disappears off the internet at this point at least with the handles that they were using at that their time. activity their yeah. activity drops off mm-hmm. which is to be expected i think if you are granted access to the inner sanctum of a group like 3301 you're probably going to go dark even if it's just that handle that you were using you're probably going to go dark Except for this one dude who's a ruiner, and he's definitely <laughs> that kid who cheated when you played, like, Heads Up 7-Up as a kid. Like, he, like, saw your shoes, and he was like, oh, I know it was you. You know that guy? Oh, yeah. You guys know that guy. I
0: know that guy, but mm-hmm. I don't know what Heads Up 7-Up is. You
2: don't know what Heads Up 7-Up is? No. Oh, man. Okay. Uh,
1: something for another episode.
2: It doesn't matter. Anyways, so none of this is verifiable. And he was the lucky few. They trusted him. And he's a jerk and an awful human being. And I cannot (laughs) stress enough how annoyed I am, but also how happy I am that he mirrored and screen capped and copy pasted onto many different websites the email he received from 3301.
1: Mm, Then what was the email?
2: Well, we're going to talk about that right now. Okay. The, The email was a final clue. Well, it was instructions on a final clue essentially. And All it was right. an RSA puzzle. You guys have so much Googling to do. I'm so sorry. I'm not even going to explain what an RSA puzzle is, it's the, except for to say that it's kind of a fancy online cryptograph, basically. All oh, oh, right. Oh, yep. Yeah. Cryptograph it's so or... complicated. In fact, it's so complicated that every single website or article that you read about 3301 at this point, either like just glosses over the fact that an RSA puzzle exists or, Literally says, and I quote, if you don't understand how it was solved, go ask in a chat room. I am not <laughs> lying. That is how complicated an RSA code is. You
1: can't just Google it?
2: You can, but then you have to read, like, a Wikipedia page that's, like, really, really long. Guys, I promise it's going to be way easier if you, like, feel like you really need to know what it is. I don't know that it's it's imperative to understand what an RSA code is to understand If it's that story. complex. Mm. Just go Google it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay. Or ask in a chat room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When this code was solved, the solver got a second email containing an M-I-D-I puzzle.
3: A
0: MIDI.
2: Um, a MIDI puzzle, if you will.
0: Which is audio.
2: Yeah, it is. And that key to that puzzle was a song. I am not lying. This is not the only time they did this. I wish I could find this one. But 3301 composed a song, and each tone in that song corresponds to a letter which corresponds to a word that you then have to decode which is so cool and easy i can't even deal with
0: it so, <laughs> so cool and easy so, yeah. easy. <laughs> so now so so, of
1: it. so now each uh, each note then on the, on the scale was corresponded to a letter okay, so and this and the song again the song was the encrypted message or the song was the key? The
2: song was the encrypted message. Okay. Along with that, you, uh, there was another song that you had to figure out what it was by like a weird, also kind of the way that people had to figure out what or Agrippa was, mm-hmm. just kind of a vague description of the song. They found out it was this other song that was actually the key to the code that they had found in the tones of the song.
1: Mm-hmm. Was it Loving You by Minnie Ripperton? It was not. Oh, thank God. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> I'm, at this point, I feel the dumbest I've ever felt in my entire life because there's literally no way that I could figure any of this out. Ever. 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 Mm-hmm. The message that you found once you decoded the song that was super easy to figure out that it was tones <laughs> that corresponded to letters. The message was, Very good. You have proven to be the most dedicated to come this far. To attain enlightenment... Create a, it says GPG, but it probably means PGP. I would guess. Key for your email address and upload it to the MIT key servers. Then encrypt it with the following word list using the Cicada 3301 public key. Sign it with your key. Send the ASCII armored ciphertext. To the Gmail account from which you received your numbers and your words are. And then there was a unique list of words for each different solver. Like this one says, garden ball, house cat, shore, head, gallon.
0: And and again, this, we know this because the spoiler. Because there's a
2: ruiner in this world. Because the spoiler
0: put this out on mm-hmm. the internet. Yeah. Okay.
2: So messages were sent. And no one knows what the next part was. Nobody knows how long it took Cicada 3301 to reply. All anybody knows is that uh, about a month later, February 3rd, 3301 posted on the aforementioned subreddit. It's still the top message on that subreddit. Saying that they had found the individuals they were looking for and thanks or whatever. They didn't actually say thanks or whatever. It's a very diplomatic <laughs> message, but mm-hmm. that's what they said. Uh, that was it for uh, 366 days.
1: Yeah, we don't. We don't know how many people actually solved
2: it. Mm-mm. No, so, they they found who they were looking for apparently, and that's the whole. That's another bit of the puzzle, right? Is that like for all we know, they found nobody.
1: Exactly. Exactly. The, mm-hmm. In the end, I mean, because in the end, if I recall right you went to a website and that was like you know the Holy Grail and then but if you weren't among the first people then they just basically shut the website down
2: I'm that's that's the later year
1: yeah, yeah. Oh, that's that actually later?
2: the 366 days later uh, okay when it started all over again in 2013 it saw just similar puzzles lots more complex
0: wait now the first one happened January
2: 4th January 5th
0: the first one hit on the 5th mm-hmm. of 2012, mm-hmm. so the next one's the 6th of January, because it was the 366 days. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because it it was weird that they bumped it a day.
2: Yeah, I don't know if it was intentional or time zones.
0: Oh, well, that's... Okay, if that makes sense.
2: It's hard possibility. Hard to tell.
1: But, you know, the thing about it is, uh, I'd like to point out, the, the people who are working on these puzzles, they really need to get alive.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's probably fair. Yeah. This one had, it's a little, they also had a song in this, in 2013. I'm not, I'm obviously not going to go into the kind of detail we just went into. Please. You guys don't have to hear my voice for another 40 hours, but I do want to talk about this song because it's very interesting. Uh, We're going to play a little bit of it at least. Maybe Steve will be generous to me and like edit the rest of it in. Who knows? (laughs) We'll see. But here's a little bit of it. The music was accompanied by a message.
1: Catchy tune, by the way.
2: Yeah. I like it. I could listen to that like all day. There's a hum underneath it that they found that they don't totally know what's up with yet, but that's fine. They might have been using
1: a crappy... Uh, mixer like the one that we were using. Yeah, for a while. like if you
2: listen to our old episodes, we also have a hum. We yeah. actually embedded that on purpose. Yeah, exactly. In anticipation of this episode,
0: the days of the background tone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah now
1: if you listen to the variations of the tone, there is a there is a coded message in there. There is. Yeah. Solve it. Go for it. <laughs> you two are terrible. I know.
2: The Instar emergence parable one billion five hundred ninety five million. Two hundred and seventy seven thousand six hundred and forty one.
1: I didn't know there were that many parables.
3: Shh shh shh
2: there are. Like the instar tunneling to the surface. We must shed our own circumferences, find the divinity within the emergence. So this uh, song, find the
1: divinity within and emerge.
2: Within any merge. Thank you. Oh, yeah. I'm just messing about up. It was the numbers. Up. It was the numbers. I got confused because I got so excited about the numbers I'm about to talk about right now. The song, I think it's two minutes and 47 seconds long, which is actually 167 seconds long. No. Yeah. I'm okay. sorry. I thought I misspoke, but I didn't. Uh, no. <laughs> and the file was saved as. Seven hundred and sixty one dot m p three both prime numbers reversible of each other, they call them emerps, which are prime numbers that are anagrams of no 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 which are yeah what's they're, that forward and backwards of each other look
1: uh, that's an anagram isn't it is,
2: no yeah. an anagram, anagram is switching no an anagram, anagram is oh, okay. being able to switch the letters around for something else oh it's uh um, I don't remember. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't really matter. That number will come in play in just a second. We're not going to talk a whole lot about it again. The 2013 also saw a Linux-based OS only for Cicada. That was how they launched it. Uh, They made use of Twitter, which was almost literally impossible to solve. One guy did it and shared it, but the, the community as a whole was pretty stumped by all of the Twitter stuff for like an entire day, <laughs> which if you guys have learned anything about three, three Oh one being stuck on one clue for an entire day is like basically death Yeah. in yeah. top in the puzzle solving. The puzzles were getting more and more complicated because you know, the 2012 puzzles had become popular and people had been talking about the unsolved mystery qualities of it. So once this 2013 puzzle started, there were so many more followers Or almost solvers, sort of. So the puzzles were getting really, really complicated. And eventually the solvers revealed two files within the original Linux OS that I just like totally backhanded mentioned two seconds ago that were called Wisdom and Folly. Wisdom was exactly the same as Folly, except for that it didn't have a file type, which is kind of weird.
0: Wait, so... Eh, wisdom was... Wisdom... Let's, I'm just making this up again, as I do with everything. Sure. Wisdom.txt.
2: No, it was just Wisdom.
1: And then
0: Folly. <laughs> and
2: Folly was like Folly.txt. Oh, okay. I had it backwards. Yeah. Okay.
0: All right. I got it. Mm-hmm. I was just making sure, so... So basically, you had to just like randomly start assigning file
2: type extensions to it, mm-hmm. is... and both of those were the files that contained the real-world locations of the QR codes. One of which was in Portland, Oregon, and actually, this is this is interesting to me. I'm sorry, it's a weird little tangent. I plugged the longitude and latitude into Google Maps to see where it was. Street viewed it. And it actually leads to a website hosting storefront on Powell Boulevard in Portland, in Southeast Portland, that is connected to a coffee house that I've been to recently and still, for some reason, has an internet cafe component to it. Like it has an old, like an old, old desktop Computer attached to like an Ethernet cable. True oh internet cafe, like wow. a true... by the
0: minute. Yeah, surf the net, which Did... is
2: weird. Did right? you check
1: out the telephone pole out in front?
2: No, but it's. I just think that like I don't. I didn't check out any of the other ones. It seems to mostly be just random telephone poles and bus stops and stuff. For whatever reason, it's very odd to me that that would be the place that they would pick to put the one in Portland, but.
0: Well, I'm sure that all of their locations were seemingly random to anybody that wasn't in the know.
2: Fair. Totally fair. Again, the QR codes led to a tour.onion site, which led to the creation of emails for the solvers, which there were links sent to them by puzzles. Apparently, that led to... There was a little bit of a leaker in this one as well. It led to a 19-question questionnaire that started out as multiple-choice questions with a set of like kind of weird answers that were like true, false, indeterminate, what will be will be, no answer, both... Sort of stuff. Uh, There were also some questions that were fill in your own answer. The quiz doesn't really matter. I mean, it probably does matter. Obviously, it matters for the solvers. The interesting bit for us is that the site that the quiz was hosted on saved two cookies to each solver's computer, which were 167 equals an ASCII code and 761 equals an ASCII code. Hmm. You guys remember those numbers? Yes. That's yeah, that's fun. Yeah. yeah, So again, we have that moment where we're just like, ah.
0: It's again, it's that elegance of tying it back yeah. into the beginning. Exactly. So I mean, really, so I I I get this feeling that what they're doing is that they're trying to get people who. I think I mentioned this before, it's it's the very linear mm-hmm. and the not-so-linear, and mm-hmm. they're trying to weed out the people who are thinking very linear and leaving the, I've figured this part out, behind and not really exploring everything in that clue before they go on to the next bit. It's, you know, it's like those old, uh, like Legend of Zelda and stuff used to do that as you'd... you'd I know this is weird, but you'd be playing the original Legend of Zelda and you'd be going through an area and you'd see this thing and you'd think, wow, that was really weird. I can't get to it. Oh well, and you'd go along, and then a couple of levels later, you'd get the bombs, and you had to come back with the bomb to get it. I mean, it's just like this this weird looping and and stopping people from just rushing forward, mm-hmm. and instead of exploring the whole thing.
2: Yeah, uh, it's like I guess for me it would be kind of like the Portal Two train where you can go through and like just do all the missions, but you miss this entire like side story if you like don't explore all the areas and i think that that's it's pretty significant that like there are these little like easter eggs almost hidden throughout It also speaks of something that's very well planned it's Mm. not like you know they just decide oh we'll do it again maybe and then we'll like figure it out from there it's so elegantly planned so everything has a purpose and a meaning yeah
1: so to get back to these strings of um so-called ascii code were those in plain text were they unencrypted or were they encrypted i don't
2: know they were cookies i don't i don't know they were just i
0: don't think you can encrypt a cookie
1: Mm -hmm. well i mean what i mean is so if it's a string of ascii code then that represents letters and numbers Mm -hmm. correct and so did anybody you know decipher the ascii to figure out what the, if there was a message
2: there? No, because there were instructions. I mean, it, it, it just kind of continued to go on. I don't think that anybody tried to decode it. Or if they did, they didn't find anything. Mm-hmm. As is my understanding of it. And I could be wrong. Uh, the solvers were, after that, asked to create a server of their very own with a lot of very specific protocols that include a stipulation that if a user returned a false something that it had to elegantly sign off greeting or something like that i mean it's just it it was very complex it was definitely targeted to weed out the lazy people and the followers and only get the solvers got it that was it i think it was like two weeks after that the the they they said that had to be created by february 3rd and then two weeks after february 3rd the servers started to get pinged and that was the last thing anybody heard
3: Mhm. That is the last public. He,
2: that's the last that anybody who's around to still talk about it or is still talking about it heard.
1: How many servers were we talking about here?
2: A, a lot. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anybody knows the exact number. Mm-hmm. Because they're all user created and it's totally possible that somebody was figuring out these puzzles on their own and never said anything to anybody. Anyways, and then again in 2014 This time they launched their puzzles with Twitter. And as I said before, I'm not totally sure that it's been solved. And there's some argument as to whether or not it's a legitimate 3301 recruitment or not.
1: Mm, Somebody thinks 2014 is uh, an imposter.
2: Yeah, you know, launched on Twitter, slightly different. You know, a lot of people are thinking impossible
0: but the, the the twitter solve. handle that was used in 20 to launch 2014 was also the same twitter handle that was used very briefly in 2013 and that handle if i rem- correct me if i'm wrong but after it did whatever it did in the beginning of 2013 just went silent and just no activity mm-hmm. and suddenly it came to life again
2: that's true I will say Twitter, not the most secure thing. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Also, there is some kind of speculation about 2013 maybe not being real. I think 2013 was probably real. I think that there's a lot of stuff that went into that, that uh, 3301, it would have been too much work for any person to recreate. But 2014, it's hard to tell. But really, I mean, the other big question, or really the big question here, right now that we've talked about all these puzzles, you're welcome, everybody. Is who the heck is Cicada three three zero one?
3: Well, you I know. guess
2: there's a couple things that are like interesting. The only one of which that I really want to talk about is the fact that Cicada, the word Cicada, isn't in, it, in itself a prime word.
0: What do you, What do you mean by that? Well,
2: so we were just talking about anagrams, right? A word that you can make using the letters of any other word, mm-hmm. uh, and you can't. Cicada is literally the only word that you can make with those letters in English. It well, yeah, okay, in English, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. But they don't call themselves cicada, right? They just put up a picture of a cicada mm-hmm. or what appears to be a cicada. Yep. But which is not necessarily a cicada. Sure. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. But so. it's still interesting. I think it's still yeah. interesting. They associate themselves with that animal, and in English, mm-hmm. it's cicada, and that's a it's a prime word. As is 3301 is also a prime number, Uh right? So there's a prime quality that is fairly interesting, um, including the fact that 3301 not only is a prime number, but if you add all of the digits together, it creates a prime number, which is Mm 7. Interesting, I guess, a little bit. I don't know know enough about math to know if all prime numbers are – if you add them up, they – return prime numbers or not i don't think that they do
1: mm, not necessarily but cicada okay but if you add them up there's there's six letters in the word though right yes yeah but you, you say they add up to seven
2: no 3301
1: oh adds up to seven, okay, up to okay, seven. okay i misunderstood
2: sorry, <laughs> sorry. Um, <laughs> that was a bit confusing
1: yeah the um, um and of course the thing about primes is they are indivisible mm-hmm. in other words uh they're individual
3: Mm
1: -hmm. because an an individual is someone who cannot be divided down so in the sense and then of course these guys their slogan is of course they're all about individualism privacy freedom Mm -hmm. um that kind of thing yeah security
2: so uh, you guys want to talk about the like big bulk theories of there's no i was talking to steve earlier and like we're just gonna like say some stuff Like people say, hey, it could be this person or it could be that person. Mm -hmm. There's literally no evidence to suggest any of it. We're just going
0: to say some stuff.
2: That's uh... literally how we're going to do theories is I'm just going to say, oh, it could be these people, but who knows? And then I'm going to say, or it could be these people. And who knows?
1: (laughs) Yeah. But this is not um, uh, the the, the whole idea of like the intelligence services. And I know that's one of the theories that's out there. It's like Mm -hmm. it's it's been done in the past that they, even back as far as world war ii i mean the brits british intelligence was putting crossword puzzles and other things in the papers so the thing that's actually contests. interesting about that
2: for me is that the it's oh we'll just jump into this the cia the nsa uh m16 mi6 oh, i'm sorry I...
3: uh, m16 is MI... a rifle m16... mi6 is an intelligence <laughs> service it doesn't matter. Yeah.
2: mi6 the kgb people say oh it's recruitment for them they they model their tests for code breaking and ciphers on these codes and ciphers. Sure. uh, Government agencies can be shady. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Could they be creating all of these puzzles and ciphers and tests and then saying, Oh my gosh, those are so good that we should publicly face, create some stuff that is a test like that, but they don't, their their tests aren't as good as these, like they're just not. So yeah, okay, uh, it could be yeah, it could government. be the government, oh. but I I don't think it is, and I also don't think you know it's like really far reaching and kind of it just doesn't seem right to me. I don't know. Steve's got a eyebrow raised face on. Um. Okay.
0: This is way off the beaten path. But that tends to be where I am with these kind of stories. Sure. I just hang out in the weeds. Mm. I'm looking at the list of possible whoever mm-hmm. is making these. Mm-hmm. And the thing that I tie together, and, and bear with me because I'm going to kind of trample through this a little bit on
3: you. <gasps> okay.
0: All right. So we've talked about government agencies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The other ones that I see here are anonymous, mm-hmm. Illuminati, mm-hmm. Scientologists, mm-hmm. which is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that Go- seems unlikely. Google, <laughs> yeah, terrorist organizations, mm. and uh, aliens, and aliens.
1: But how would how would <laughs> oh. aliens know how to use Twitter? Just oh, okay. I don't. It's crazy. Right.
3: Yeah.
0: Is is that? I mean, that's that's just kind of a snapshot of the organizations. Yeah. Okay, that's the list. And. I'm wondering if maybe we're not making a huge error is when we're trying to figure this out of presuming that this is made by a group. And what I mean by that is the puzzle is made by a group of very intelligent people working together, very clever people working together. As I look at some of these things, I mean, we talked about like the prime numbers are always tied in and there's a lot of serious math and a lot of serious code stuff. Are you saying that it's
2: Optimus Prime?
0: (laughs) No, but I wish it was. (laughs) Um, No, what I'm looking at is I'm wondering if it isn't that a savant of some kind. In other words, let's just say that there is one person... We'll just call them the Sherlock Holmes of puzzles, that hyper-intelligent person
3: mm-hmm.
0: who figures this out. And just for a year, because this is how folks that think that way, they just get so focused and they just work on these things. And then somebody else is helping them to publicize and to put it out and put it mm-hmm. in all its locations. But it could be
1: uh-huh. a
0: single individual. Do I think it is? Not
1: likely.
2: I think, but it's, a single it's individual possible.
1: with some, some helpers. I think, yeah,
2: that's
0: the thing. Underlings. Let's just say that. So so we've got we've got you know the, the super smart guy, and then he's got his minions, and his minions are going about and putting up the signs in South Korea or where or Portland or wherever they mm-hmm. are. I guess that one person is doing.
2: I just the question for that is like to what end? You know, the reason that people do the whole group thing that think it's a group is that it's a recruitment right that that's how people make sense of this is that it because it actually kind of publicly says right hey we're recruiting a lot of really intelligent people and you have to prove your intelligence to even like be granted primary access to us and for one person who's a savant, like what's the what's the end game? There is, is it just because they want to like interact with other smart people? Well, there are societies for that. There are groups for that. There, there's no need to like do this and like have the underlings who somehow are like being totally silent because, as we've learned, there are ruiners everywhere. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. Conspiracies of just... more than one, you know, pretty much always get busted open.
2: But yeah. I, I, I but... wonder if
0: you know there's 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 a certain level with things where people make extremely hard puzzles Mm -hmm. is they want to prove that they are so good at doing it that they make it so well that nobody can figure it out and and that's a bit of pride on their side those
2: people are generally so prideful that like after that first year we would they would have been like hey guys guess what i did this yeah nobody figured it out i did it or at least maybe, you know, the well, fact that it has continued on. I, I, you guys, I, I'm
1: not disagreeing with that. You guys, but. Might, I, I, I think there's another way of looking at it, too, which is the reverse in that it's not a recruitment program. It's, it's, it's actually a resume. Mm. So let's suppose you want to catch the eye of the NSA and you want them to hire you. So and there was uh, there, there was one or two persons out there like there was one guy who actually was interviewed for a fairly lengthy article about his participation in this whole thing and all how he solved all this stuff and everything.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So yeah, if he was you the one to... who
2: like went up to the break and was like, "Yeah, I totally solved it." But actually, he like didn't. no, yeah, he, didn't no, matter. he
1: actually created the whole thing and solved it and and didn't really solve it because he already knew that the, he already knew the solutions to it. Mm. And this is a way of looking of making himself appear to be. Incredibly uber smart to I, potential employers, and you know, not the just the n s a what's really interesting
2: like that. is that like when I read that article, I was just kind of like, uh...
1: yeah, you don't know that the guy actually did anything I mean, yeah you, i didn't you don't really I know. wasn't
2: super impressed with his yeah abilities I guess.
1: No, I mean as far as those leaked emails, you don't even know if those things were real. Yeah. Yeah, no. there's no uh, there's no ch- you, true. You, you just don't know. Exactly. It
0: could have been yeah, that's a great but, point. it Could have been a red herring.
2: Well, yeah. and that's why we say we uh, you know cuz you're all us experts in 301. that's why that there's that break Right. Is that you can say up until this point, we can publicly verify via, you know, screenshots, via many anecdotal evidences. That was the wrong phrasing. It doesn't matter.
1: <laughs> no, we don't care. That
2: these things There's happen. Proof. There's hard proof of all those things. And at that point, once they switch over to the email stuff, it you just take you're just taking on faith that like that existed well yeah you don't actually know
1: but yeah i said but anyway the emails
0: may never have actually happened well
2: exactly they were typed up
1: and then screen capped and but yeah they never really or
2: not even i mean or it was just somebody who was like oh crap like i wasn't smart enough to get the email like i better fake it Mm -hmm. and make people think that i leaked it and that's why i got like shut out or whatever you know that it there is no way to know there's no way to know that Mm -hmm. once you created your server once you created your email
0: Didn't the guy who, uh, as you refer to him, the ruiner, ruiner. didn't the ruiner suddenly start saying, didn't he take down the stuff that he had put up and and kind of backtrack a lot on what he did? Am I incorrect in remembering it that way? I don't remember that. I I thought that there was something about he put some stuff up and then publicity came his way and suddenly he, he like sort of changed his tune.
2: He put stuff up and then there was a second set of emails that was sent out to a lot of people apparently that essentially it was well... There was a change to that initial, like, website that said we're going to send out emails that said we're going to send out a second round of emails because y'all are ruiners. <laughs> Everything that we sent out no longer works. You have to do it again, essentially. Hmm. But I don't remember him, like, backtracking. I,
0: I And I may have just inferred it in the way that I read it. But I thought that he kind of backtracked and changed his tune. It's Almost possible. like whoever was in contact with him got in contact with him saying, uh, dude, you screwed up. And if you don't fix this, I'm gonna break your leg. Possible. Kind of
2: right. Yeah. You
0: know yeah. leaned on him a little yeah. bit.
2: Yeah. Mm. Do you guys want to talk about some more of the people that oh, you've yeah. already listed?
0: Oh,
2: yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry, that. I trampled no, that's all okay. over that, but the next group is anonymous and I think <sighs> There is no need for anonymous to do something like this. No, they they're every day from just like super mundane hackers, like well, you... and that's this, well,
1: is skills, this is not the skill. This is not the skill set they're looking for. Well, either.
2: and it may be, but it doesn't matter because like they have, su- they don't need to be recruiting like this they have so many like fanboys just like crying to be a part of them that are talented enough probably so many FBI
1: agents too I'm sure I'm (laughs) sure of it yeah yeah.
2: no I mean I think that like that's the whole thing is like anonymous has enough popularity they don't have to recruit like this they can weed people out. In other well, it, it
0: it doesn't fit their M.O. Yeah, that's at awesome. all. It doesn't. It, it, I I don't see them going this way. Uh,
2: yeah, it doesn't fit their M.O. Except to say that they kind of like that, like the elegance sort of thing, and they do kind of oftentimes some of the the quotes, the the emails. Some members of Anonymous talk that way. But also to say that anonymous is like a single-minded hive mind is is the most inaccurate thing I've ever heard in my entire life. It's not. This is so like pointed and driven that I, uh, uh, yeah, mm. I just no. Okay, <laughs> no,
0: no, okay, no Next. anonymous.
2: The Illuminati. Who we don't even know really exist. But they do, and they would have the resources for this. (sighs) But why? Next, Scientology. Yeah. (laughs) That's how much credit I'm going to give the Illuminati. Sorry, (laughs) everyone. Yeah,
1: actually. I know
2: you really want us to talk about the Illuminati at some point. Yeah, maybe we will.
1: Maybe maybe so. Scientology, I don't quite understand. Again, I I, I think like Anonymous, they're not really looking for this particular skill set
0: in Scientology I don't know a lot. Yeah. I I've done very minimal investigation into Scientology. But they seem to do some kind of strange things. So yeah. in a way I could see them being the perpetrators here, but <sighs> I don't get why. That, I
1: think- that, that they're not looking for people who can solve puzzles and do cryptology. I mean, it's, Scientology has done some very off-the-rails kind of things. Are you aware that they massively infiltrated the U.S. government? Yes. Yeah, they did. Yeah, big time, like especially the IRS. Uh, yeah, but that's not the kind of thing where crypt- cryptological skills and puzzle-solving is really a necessary thing. I don't well, think they're looking for people with this skill set.
2: I mean, I think that the thing that's interesting about Scientology, right, and the reason that this kind of crops up in, in this sort of theories is these sort of theories, these sort of theories, is that... Honestly, like we don't know what Scientology is doing. Like we don't know what they actually. Well, actually we don't know what their end game is. We do know so. what we do
1: know. One thing about what they're doing, which is that they're not doing very well. Well, they but, have their membership has <laughs> collapsed.
2: But, <you> know, <laughs> I think the interesting great. thing on that is yeah. that, like, that yes, from what we can from tell, what we know, yeah. But who knows? Like, maybe this is them. Like, maybe, I don't know. They are like an actual real world secret organization. Yeah,
1: maybe you're a Scientologist. I don't know.
2: I might be. You yeah. don't know. I don't know. Uh, Google is the next one, and I actually kind of like this theory a you little like bit. Google? That like it's a Google or Facebook.
1: Well, the great thing about it is, is that is that the people that are trying to solve the puzzle are going to be going out to Google a lot, doing a lot of googling, so it's good for their business.
2: Yeah, no, yeah. I think that you know Google was at least for a time looking for the most advanced kind mm. of. You know, they used to do that thing. I think they still do actually, where they essentially offer somebody like a million bucks or whatever, if they can find a hole in their security. like <laughs> So I would, I guess I wouldn't put it past them to do something like this, but it would also mean that they would have to already have people on staff who are capable of creating things like this, which they probably do. they got but... some
1: smart people. I bet they could.
0: Well, it, it, uh, well, this is a tangent, but it makes me think about, uh, I just recently read a book called circle by a, a guy named Dave Eggers and it's it's really interesting and it, it's about social media and it's set you know in the future at some point and there's this organization called the circle that has replaced things like facebook and google plus and all those they've all just been kind of subsumed or consumed by this one thing but they're always trying to be on the cutting edge and create all these new things and so they go through these weird steps to attract and find people Mm -hmm. and so i could see a company like google theoretically well yeah they they might say hey you know Joe has this crazy plan to find some really smart people to work on this problem that none of our guys have been able to figure out. So let's pool everybody and then put them together and make this giant puzzle. And then the people who solve it might be able to solve these other problems that we haven't been able to crack.
3: Yeah. Is that the
0: case? I don't know, but that's what it makes me think of. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, you know it could be. I mean, it, it, when you're somebody like Google, you you want to look for people who think outside the box, and definitely to solve the the puzzles that we saw here that you've seen in this in this case, you have to be able to think outside the box.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, the, you
0: can't even live in the box. No, no, yeah.
2: not even close. Yeah, terrorists.
1: Uh,
0: no. I don't, again, just like with Scientology, I don't get why mm-hmm. a terrorist organization would do this.
2: Well, I think it goes on the hacktivist kind of side of it, right? Less than uh, not, like Not the, the like, suicide
0: bomber terrorists. Yeah, not the
2: boots on the ground terrorists, but the like breaking into stuff and stealing stuff and WikiLeaks and stuff like that.
1: But, you know, again, this is not the skill set that these guys would be looking for. They're not looking for people who can... Do, they, they want people who can who can come up with good... Crypt- uh, cryptograms and, and, and code stuff and keep stuff off uh, off the radar. But somebody who can actually solve a puzzle, they don't really care about that.
2: Well, I you know? guess, I think that the thing about this is that I think it's less about the specific Skill set, and more about the perseverance and intelligence and like know-how mm-hmm. you know i don't know that necessarily people are looking for people who can crack this sort of stuff it's people that have the like tenacity to even try mm-hmm. i don't know i don't know yeah next aliens it's aliens
1: the I, i'm liking this one i don't see a chupacabra on there anywhere Sorry. i want
0: to believe
1: yeah
2: <laughs> it yeah. could be the alien i mean it could be aliens Mm-hmm. Trying to get in contact.
1: We're trying to find the smartest among us to, yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah. I'm finding that one a bit of a stretch. No. Yeah, you know? yeah. I, mean, I'll I put, it, I'll put it above Scientology, but uh, so it's not at the bottom. Of it. I'm
0: really, <laughs> the, I'm really trying yeah. to come up with a plausible reason that aliens would do this. I'm not, not joking. I'm to really... test
2: our intelligence, obviously, to see if we have come of age in the age of space time. Oh, continued. so
0: this is like a Starfleet test. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, the problem with that is is that uh, the obviously intelligence and talent varies widely in the you know, in the human Agreed. community. And I'm sure in an alien race, I'm sure there's there's people who get to man the starships and go out to the stars and, and probe our minds with the stuff like this. Mm. And, then there's, and then there's people who work as janitors back home in the home planet. Absolutely. Yeah. And so is there some particular reason they want to find the very, very smartest human beings?
0: Well, the other thing is, let's be honest, if aliens exist, I'm not saying they don't, if. but if they exist... Okay, well, the thing is, you're presuming that aliens are going to be able to understand our way of writing code and Uh interacting with the internet, and their language and technology base, I would imagine, would be so foreign. It would be like me trying to write a computer code that my cat could understand. Stop ruining. I know. Yeah, yeah, you ruin her. (laughs) Here's here's what I think. I'm a ruiner. I'm sorry, but I I think that
1: I think that if there are aliens who have infiltrated us, what they've probably done is they've created AIs who inhabit who inhabit various places in the internet and the AIs. I mean, obviously, we're we're working on that right now. We haven't gotten there yet. The aliens presumably would be better at that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So you can create an AI that lives on the internet and within the human. Community. So you're saying it's and the it, Matrix. Not the Matrix necessarily, but it is, and I am saying, an artificial intelligence created by the aliens that mm-hmm. lives here on planet Earth and basically investigates, snoops upon, and provides information to the alien master race back on the home planet or circling in their starship behind the moon or whatever they're doing. And, and there could be a bunch of AIs for that matter.
0: I, I got. I got to tell you right now. I'm. No. I'm pretty sure that there's not an AI on the internet, mm. because I'm. I'm pretty sure that inadvertently we have come up with the best tool to destroy any AI out there.
1: What's that? Porn.
0: The porn and cat videos. <laughs> things yeah, that that rule the internet. And could you imagine? A an alien race trying to create an AI, and, and it's just AI like getting... this porn and cat
1: loving. I know the AI is just like totally addicted to porn and cat videos. That's so awesome! It's
2: the most human AI ever. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah that's you know, the... actually, I, I see the
1: seeds of a great sci-fi movie script there.
2: <laughs> so that's the end of the theories. Oh, well, anyway, no, and I, and please, I still having too much fun with that. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, no,
1: I do like that, but. I um uh, I but I still want to throw in my last my theory, which I touched upon earlier, which is that it could actually have been one guy, um, who had who had colleagues in various places to help him out. Yeah, you who both was think trying, that, huh? Who was trying to make himself look really smart mm. and, and and really creative, and so he put the puzzles out there and then solved them and then. And then gave some interviews to some journalists and stuff like that. And yeah. no doubt was contacted by the NSA or somebody like that, and and got a high paying job out of the deal.
2: Maybe yeah. I, I don't know. It's hard to tell. I don't think there's any any good explanation. Steve, do you have a? Well, the, the one
0: thing that I will say is I, I I discount the idea that it was done by a government organization. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, there's some very specific things that make me think that first of which uh who who is it that's got cryptos in uh, in front the of the CIA, the CIA. okay yeah. so they hire some dude to make this piece of art and it is a giant puzzle and they still haven't
1: cracked it mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's been
0: there for what i don't even they've know
2: cracked, they've cracked they've, two-thirds of it
1: somebody's cracked parts of it, it parts you know. of it but it's yeah. been
0: there for years and they still haven't figured it out mm-hmm. but we're gonna say that the government organization on of of that quote-unquote caliber mm-hmm. was able to engineer something that's this complex and elegant at the same time it's just but they
1: can't crack cryptos
0: but they can't crack something that's at
1: their front door it's a lot easier to create a cipher than it is to break a cipher
0: well that is true but i just i look at the track record of things like that and go well if you can't do this one uh, how does that lead credence to you doing that one Uh that's 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 what hinders me from getting behind that theory
2: i guess i'll say one more thing is that I think a kind of like a new world order society thing is not the worst theory I've ever heard. You know, there's some murmurings of the number 3303 actually related three three oh one. Three three zero one. Sorry, geez. I think
1: three three zero three is not a prime number. It's not
3: a
2: prime number. <laughs> yeah. Oh my
1: gosh! Yeah. It's divisible by three.
0: Who
2: knows? Or
1: eleven
0: zero one. Yeah.
2: Yeah, uh, but it is divisible by three. Three three zero one refers to like the third century in which this new world order of like peace and whatever will come to be. Yeah, right. I don't my know. Time travelers. <laughs> I mean, maybe it is time travelers. There's so many. It could be literally anything because we know literally nothing about any of this. Mm. Anyways. And that is the
0: best. That's what we're great at is talking about things that we know nothing about. Yes,
2: it is. This, I think, story has gone way too long already. So if you want to check out the links, please visit our website. The website is thinkingsidewayspodcast.com. Uh, while you're there, you can go ahead and just leave us a comment. If you'd like, you can listen to our show there. If you're there, uh, we have this survey thing that like, I didn't know that we had, but apparently we do. So if you want to take that, that would be super, super awesome and helpful. We would love you forever to get a little feedback.
0: It's really easy to find. It's on the right hand side.
2: Okay. It's on the right hand side. Apparently. Uh, if you're not listening to us there, you're probably listening to us on iTunes. If you're listening to us on iTunes, leave us a comment and a rating. Because we love those. We read them. Sometimes I read them like in bed at night. I'm like, <laughs> feeling bad about my work day. I'm like, I need validation. Uh. So I read them. It's great. Uh, keep them coming. Uh, we have uh, Facebook. We have the page and the group. Like us, follow us, friend us. We have a Twitter account that you can follow us on. We've got that so much stuff. We are stuff. so bad at actually keeping up to date. Yeah, oh, I try and remember to no. do
0: that. but I, I mean, keep really... forgetting yeah, that we it's actually. It's on my
2: phone, but I just like don't check I, it. I,
1: I Yeah, I know. It's on mine <laughs> sorry, too. Guys. I keep forgetting that I even sorry. know about Twitter. Oh, I forgot by the way Twitter's even a thing. And by the way, uh, if you would all inundate People Magazine demanding that they name Thinking Sideways Podcast, the sexiest podcast. Of the year, yeah, <laughs>
2: Please why do not? That. yeah, where did that yeah. come from? Just it doesn't yeah. matter, okay. Joe, It came from Joe's brain, yeah, yeah. Uh, other than that, if you want to talk to us, if you are 3301, if you know somebody who's 3301,
1: if you're 3300, um, that's uh, fine, yeah. too, yeah. yeah, or 3302, if uh, that's we'd your like make and model you. number, yeah. that's fine,
2: we'll hear from you too. Beep, boop, beep. Yeah. <laughs> uh that email address is as always, thinking sideways podcast at gmail dot com. And I think with that, unless mm. either of you has anything else to add. Mm.
0: I don't
1: not really. I'm gonna uh, stop talking. Yeah, no, we will solve this eventually, but it might take another week or two. Tune in.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's not February yet, so.
1: Yeah. No,
0: it's like a month from when this. Oh, no, it's two months from this We got about out. yeah, so month we got and a half. Time. We, we got, got a little time,
1: time. yeah, yeah.
2: Well, but by then there will be a new one.
1: Well, that's the whole idea. It's like, uh, right. 2015
2: is coming. Mm-hmm. That's
1: it, I quit. Yeah. Bye, guys. Toodaloo.